Hello! I'm really tall here. Hello and welcome to Split the Screen. Today is the 14th of January 2021. And, well, what a uh, what a week it's been. Has it? It's been, it's been well, yeah, for me it's been a, a bit of a wild week. But, uh, yeah, I'm Biggest Benos, a.k.a. Ben Oswick, and I'm joined by the one, the only, Mr. Ed Nightingale. Bonjour. How is everyone? I'm doing very well. Good. What have you been up to, Ed? How's your week been? It's been very quiet, to be honest. Um, some some games, some work. That's about it, honestly. Um, it's been pretty quiet. And lots of Ring Fit. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, so I, so I see. <laughs> I did so much. So I did a 24-hour stream on Saturday. And uh, there were, like, stretch goals to do some Ring Fit. And I kind of underestimated how generous people would be. <laughs> And after about eight hours, I was like, okay, I can't do any more ring fit. Or about 10 hours in, I was like, I can't do any more ring fit. Otherwise, I will not make it to the 24 and I will be physically ill. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've still got a few of those to still do on stream. But I did do a fair few. It, like the, Between World 2 and World 5, the length of those levels increases drastically. It goes from like two minutes to about 11 and 12. I mean, yeah, come back to me when you're at level or World 20. You know, when, oh, when you've yeah. been playing it for a while. <laughs> I mean, Johnny I've been playing Bravo, it on and off yeah. for a year. So, you know, yeah. I've, I've, I mean, I'd like to say I've, I've got really buff in that time, but I've definitely yeah, not kept things up. So. Look, look at those muscles. Which way to the beach? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing there. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's uh, this is split screen. We talk about video games, left, right, and center, and then Absolutely. it gets split. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. <laughs> See, you've got a little cheerleader here. <laughs> At least one person appreciates it. So. Atty loves the joke. Yeah. They pillow on him. <laughs> Perfect timing. Okay, well, um, yeah, so that 24-hour stream, we raised £3,225 for Mermaids uh, charity, which is... And a really, really good charity here in the UK. And they help uh, trans, non-binary and gender diverse children and their families. And uh, right now in the UK, they need the help they can get because they're just screwing up well, the government. But we, our, um, I mean, our all, our, instead of going into, well, no one wants to go too far into politics, but our, the yeah, UK's equality uh, <laughs> minister is a turf, <laughs> which is uh, just what we want. Very UK. Yeah, very, very United well, Kingdom. Congratulations right now. to you on such a great total. Excellent. Thank work. you. Oh my god, it whizzed past. And that it lack of sleep past. was worth it. Yeah, you know what? Actually I was fine. Because I had such uh I was changing games so often, uh, that in the end it was just like it just breezed through and had so many people in the chat that it was great to, you know, just chat with and I think I got like the stream summary at the end. It was like you had an average of hundred and fifty people watching the entire wow. time. Yeah, and so many Congrats. raids. It was so kind. Like, yeah, raid after raid. We had like, one point where there was like triple or even four raids within the space of a few minutes from people who were just... A uh, lot of people who had not followed the channel or like were blind raiding because they saw that we were doing something for charity and it was such a kind... Uh, yeah, such a kind thing. And Excellent. Well, congratulations. Uh, well a, a week well spent. Well, a day well spent. <sighs> yeah, and a week it, relaxing and recovering. <laughs> Yeah, it knocked me out for two days. I think next time I'll book like a whole week off or like the Monday to Friday after <laughs> off to make sure I'm not uh, too overworked. Yeah. But yeah, so well, speaking of games, I was playing lots of games. What games have you been playing, Mr. Ed? 
what's been splitting our time. Yeah. Um, so I had a little dabble on Monday. I say little dabble. It was about 20 minutes um, on the Monster Hunter Rise demo, um, which has just been released on the Switch. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan. I really enjoyed Monster Hunter World, which was basically the console debut. And with it coming back to Switch, it means it's now coming back to handheld consoles. Um, and if I remember rightly, I think it started on the PSP, and then it also got really popular in the 3DS. So um, it, it's always been a portable franchise, and now it's coming back to Nintendo again. It seems like they've learned a lot from Monster Hunter World um, in this new one. So if you're a big Monster Hunter fan, it's definitely going to be worth playing. Um, it is... A game that's very difficult to get into. It has okay. lots of menus, lots of weird systems. There's about 16 different weapons you can use that all control slightly differently. Um, so there's a lot in the beginning of trying to work out, you know, what weapon you want to use um, and all that kind of stuff. So it takes a while to get into. Once you do, I think it's super, super fun. It's a game that I played a lot with my partner when we were long distance. So it's a really good online co-op game. Um, but I downloaded the demo and thought, great, I can just jump into this and, and, and I'll be great. And obviously did absolutely terrible um, and gave up after 20 minutes. So I think it's a game that doesn't really demo very well. Um, okay. But if you already like Monster Hunter and you play it, then it's probably, it, you know, you'll probably be able to jump straight into this. Because it's sort of more of the same, except now you get a dog to ride on. And who doesn't oh. love riding on a dog? So No cats now. Although you, you never oh, rode cats, as well. cats, did you? Yeah, the Calico. Is it Calico is it called? Calico, I believe. Palico. Oh, yeah, Calico is the other one. Yeah. Oh, and now you've um, got a Pala, Pala something, which is now a dog. So you get, you get a cat and a dog now. So something for everyone. Yeah, because the, the one thing they said about Monster Hunter World was like, wait, they, they've actually made it so you can kind of understand it. Because apparently before, they had all these mechanics and mechanisms and stuff that people didn't understand. And you had to literally go on, uh, go on the internet to find out how to actually complete the game or how to do certain things because they just did not explain it, and it was this really niche game. Um, and then Monster Hunter World kind of... I mean, I still think it's a niche game. I did not oh, enjoy my, much of my time with... Uh, I I played a lot. I played like a good 20 hours, but i got to say I didn't really enjoy it that much. And uh, I don't know if this one... Is this one going back to like the niche style, or is this more of a... It kind of explains... There are so many confusing menus and stuff, but does it actually explain if you sit down and I think go it's... through with them? It's going to be very similar to World, so I think they've learned a lot from that. I think the player base has grown massively and it's become more mainstream. And, you know, there's a film coming out about it now. So it's a really popular franchise. And I think they will learn from that and make it even more accessible. Um, but I think by its very nature, even as we said, Monster of the World is still not that accessible um, to brand new players. So... More accessible, but still a pretty complicated game um, that definitely needs more than 20 minutes of demo to really understand. So yeah. um, <laughs> maybe give it a go if you've got a spare evening and you want to try something. Um, so I had a little like a double Dragon Quest. Yeah, it's not like a Dragon Quest 10 hour demo that kind of just that's pretty much the first part of the game that just like leads on then. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of different missions you can choose from, um, including a training mission, which I skipped. Um, which was which was an error because I definitely should have done the training to remind <laughs> okay, so maybe myself that's how to why. play the game. <laughs> maybe that's why then. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you're going to play it, definitely do the tutorial first. Um, but the main game that I've been playing recently is a little indie game called Murder by Numbers, which came out last year, and is a weird mix of genres. It is part 
murder mystery sort of Phoenix Wright game and part Picross puzzles, um, which I'd never done before. Um, I am not a numbers person. I do not like maths. Like I'm a writer. Give me, give me it's words. Gay. gay, in other words, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Gay maths can't do it. No, I, a little bit, but not much. I studied um, maths until like college level, and then soon as you know finished, forgotten everything. Oh yeah, I, I know how to add up and that's about it. But that is all you need for Murder by Numbers. Um, so Picross, essentially you have a grid. It's sort of like Sudoku in that it uses numbers, but it's more about logic. So you have a grid and there are numbers at the top and the left side, which correspond to the number of squares that should be filled in. And so you have to work out which squares to fill in and eventually it comes up with a picture. And so the game is about solving murder mysteries. Um, working out, you know, who is the murderer, finding clues, talking to people, um, interrogating them. But then to actually find the clues and find the pieces of evidence, you have to solve these puzzles. Um, and I'm pretty sure by doing these puzzles, I am actually a genius. Mm. Because, like, I, I just don't do numbers. And yet solving these puzzles, once you get your head around it, you're like, oh, my God, I'm literally a genius. I've solved this. This is, like, the best thing ever. Um and you're not only solving a puzzle, but you are solving a murder mystery. Um, so it sort of all comes together nicely. Occasionally the puzzles are a little bit too hard. Um, I have had to resort to some assists at times, um, which lowers your score. But it's sort of widely seen that the, the puzzles are pretty tricky. Um, and sometimes that does ruin the flow of the story, because the story is actually really good. You're playing as a young woman who is in a murder mystery TV show and she ends up having to solve uh, murders in real life. Um, and it's set in the 90s. It comes out as this like 90s comedy sitcom kind of vibe. Um, it's super queer friendly. Um, the, the, third, um, the third case takes place in a gay bar, in a gay drag bar. Oh. Um, and actually... It's really nicely done in terms of sort of introducing drag terms and queer culture in a way that it actually is really accessible. Um, so that's really nicely done. Um, and it's also just incredibly camp. It's so over the top. The second, uh, the second case, there's a guy called Dick. And literally every other line is an innuendo about Dick, which is probably just me and my filthy mind. But I was just absolutely cracking up all the way through it. Adding so, that to uh, the stream time, uh, to the uh, stream playlist, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, I think it would actually be a really fun stream game because I think it's a really fun story that people can get involved in and then actually people can chip in helping with the puzzles. Although that said, that might get really annoying because I know oh, I'd God, have to yeah. get in the zone of like, I'm working this out and if someone's distracting yeah. me, I don't know There's if I can no, handle that. There's no way that I'm ever going to do a puzzle game on uh, on stream. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is, it's, a really, it's a really fun game. It's quite chilled. Because it's just sort of following a story and it's it's really fun. And then you get to feel like a genius from maths, which I never thought would happen. And yet here we are. So definitely go and play Murder by Numbers. I love Picross. Do you know my most played 3DS game? It's either, it's either Pokemon Shuffle, which if anybody knows Pokemon Shuffle, it's the, the, the Pokemon game that nobody played, but I liked it. And it's actually free download now if you have it. I bet they've just put loads of adverts on it. The other one, Pokemon Picross. There you go. I mean, if anything's like going to get me into maths, it's either murder or Pokemon. So we're doing well. 
See, that's the only thing, the only thing that would get me into Pokemon is something like Picross. Is maths. Is <laughs> maths, no. You definitely got that the wrong way uh, around. <laughs> yeah. No, but I really like it. Yeah, the, like, it'll say something like there'll be eight squares across and it'll say something like one, three, two. And you're like, oh, one, three, two. So there's like a single one. Then there's three blocks in a row. Then there's like two blocks in a row. And But how many blocks are in the middle, you don't know. It's, yep. it's easier once you, once you play it and you get the idea of it then you know exactly what you're looking for and you really get into it. And I, yeah, I really like Picross. It's yeah, addictive. It's, it's tricky because sometimes they, you know, you've got a row of 10 and maybe you've got like a four gap and a five. So then you know that that is going to fill up 10 spaces mm. altogether. But sometimes you've got to use logic of the probability of in these squares, there's going to be, there has to be nine and therefore three of them can definitely be filled. And that starts you off on your, on your logic. So yeah. I mean, I've just said the word probability, which I never thought I would use. Oof. So there is a small amount of maths. <laughs> it's a apart bit, from that, it's yeah. just adding. It is a little bit like um, Sudoku, but with pictures. Yeah. And you get, so you get to make these nice pictures, but also, yeah, they'll, you sometimes look at it and you have to keep looking at it and there's maybe only one line that you can fill in and you, and you have to try and find that. A bit like Sudoku. Sometimes you go to Sudoku. I haven't done it in ages. And there's like only one thing you can fill in next before it opens up more op uh, opportunities. And then when you find it, you're like, okay, then you can complete it. Um, but that sounds really good. How many puzzles are like in there? Because is it one where it's just mainly story? Uh, how much of your time are you doing um, like the Picross and how much are you doing the kind of interaction? I would say it's split quite evenly. I mean, it's there's split, four... is it? It's, it is split. <laughs> it is split. The screen has been split. Um, wow. There are four cases um of which i'm i'm sort of halfway through the third one um and it's like you interrogate someone you so you can investigate a room um or you can interrogate whoever's in that room and if you investigate then you're looking around and there's there's usually a good few puzzles in each room and then you'll come back later to find new evidence um and sometimes it's just i don't know something suddenly pops up in the story and they're like quick we've got to look at this and then you've got to solve a puzzle in order to do it so there are a lot of puzzles in there um Ooh. some easier than others so it's sometimes easy to get sort of stuck on one like and, and with picross as well you can fall down a rabbit hole of thinking you've got it right and then something doesn't add up right at the end and then yeah. you've got to sort of go backwards and find out well what did i do wrong and sometimes i don't know and i just start the entire thing again and i've done some puzzles a good four or five times <laughs> um oh. Yeah. yeah, this is murder by numbers, by the way, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm really tempted to to get this because I mean, I love a good Picross. By the way, have you have you played any Picross 3D? I don't think my little brain can handle that. <laughs> 3D Picross. That's one where you probably want to start off very very uh, low before increasing that. That's on the 3DS, I think. Literally, my my face is like numbers and formulas right now. <laughs> yeah, I get that. When I was, I remember when I was doing, when I was playing the uh, Picross, Pokemon Picross, I actually like had dreams, you know, when you've got it, you know, and you kind of see it in your, uh, yeah, when you close your eyes, because it's like, the, I think it's called the Tetris effect. It is called it? the Tetris effect. Great game. Go. Nice link. There you are. You know what? I've been playing loads of games this week. What's been splitting, splitting my time? time. Uh, pretty We're much well. keep this split thing going as much as possible. Yeah. Until somebody just goes, it's not, it's not. Stop trying to make split happen. <laughs> It's not going to happen. Um, I mean, I during the 24-hour stream, there weren't many games I hadn't played before. I was I got a platinum. 
So I, I, I got the platinum on Spider-Man Miles Morales. I played that. I only needed to play from start to finish um, because there was only like one or two trophies that you unlocked in the new game plus. Went through that. Such a such a cool game. It's a really cool looking game. The story is a bit kind of hit or miss. It's not really. I mean, there are some parts in it that are quite, you know, brings out your emotions and stuff, but. I wasn't hugely invested in the story, even though the characters are much better in this. Uh, but like the main story itself is a bit meh, and that's pretty much what I just did. But the side stories, some of the little missions and the crimes and things that you can uh, sort out, those are like really small but fun um, stories. Like this one, you go and um, you get called by a fire officer who's having trouble putting out a fire because there's no they can't access the water, and then you and you find out that someone it's like an insurance fraud. Thing that someone's trying to burn down a house to get some money or sure. i think it's or to create a building contract something like that um but yeah like the that's just a tiny it's not even a side mission i don't think no that isn't a side mission that's just like a crime uh that you go around and deal with but yeah spider-man miles morales brilliant game if you liked the original you'd like this it's got miles morales in it which is much more interesting than the uh than peter parker in Do the game you regret not adding it to our top 10 no, because I added it to my top 10. Go to uh, biggestbenners.com, oh, click on the God, blog. I didn't even mean to say go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, biggestbenners.com. <laughs> you can find out my top 10. It's definitely on there. Thank you very much, Gemma, for posting the link in the chat. Uh, but like the main two games, I did some Astro's Playroom as well. That's such a good game. Oh, every time I play it. But yeah, no, the two main games that I've been uh, obsessed with, one for a short time, I'll talk about that one first. Stardew Valley. So I I played it on and off. Well, like when I say on and off, I played it for maybe an hour or two, then forgotten about it and then restarted it a few months later. Like that's happened a couple of times. And that's kind of what's happened right now because I started it during the 24-hour stream. I played a good four hours of it. And oh God, it's brilliant. <laughs> I, I really, really enjoy it. It's very, I mean... It, it definitely scratches the Animal Crossing itch. But obviously Animal Crossing, at the moment, I've finished all of the like the story stuff. Like there's no upgrading of a house. There's no like finding villagers to move in. I'm at like end game. And I have been for quite a while in Animal Crossing. So all I'm doing is like kind of creating my own entertainment, except for when they've got special events. Whereas um there's actually a story in Stardew Valley. So it's I've got this farm. And I can smash these rocks and all these various things. But there are also like 30, I think it's about 30 villagers um, or people living townsfolk. Maybe they're not called villagers. And, you can, and at the moment, my first... on the brain still. <laughs> I have. The, my first task was to go and speak to them all. It took a bloody while trying to find them all. But yeah, so I went around because... And they go on like a cycle throughout the day. I'm probably, I'm explaining this and there's probably just everyone in the chat's just nodding their head like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like discovering this for the first time. But yeah, they go on certain cycles. So at a specific time in the morning, maybe they're not actually out of their bed. So you can't, you have to wait until they normally wake up. And yeah. It's only polite. So, exactly. Every, I keep trying to go into their bedrooms, but they're like, you're not allowed to go into their bedroom. But anyway, well, yeah, it's um, Animal Crossing. Just, I can't, I know. But there's like, there are missions. I know. Apparently, I don't know. I've, I'm sure you've invited strangers into your bedroom before, Ed. <laughs> not in real life. <laughs> of course not. Of course. <laughs> but like going, I've only played like four hours, so I'm not sure exactly what, like how much the story progresses, if there is a story or if these are just kind of intro quests. Um, 
I need to install some mods apparently that make it look prettier and like some quality of life. Well, I was going to ask if you're playing on Switch or on PC because Stardew is one of those games that I haven't started because I know it will just completely take over my life and I need to make sure I've got the time to play it. But I feel like it's something I would rather play on Switch so I can sit in handheld mode like on the sofa and relax with it rather than being sat at a PC. But then you get to use mods. So which is better? Yeah, I mean, PC I'm preferring just because I'm probably going to just stream it. So I'm not going to be playing this off stream um, when I do play it. But this is going to be, yeah, like having it on PC, you've got better resolution. You can click things because there's so much that involves like clicking. I don't know if there's touch screen on the Switch. Um, I don't think so. But also, also you want to be using, if you're using the controller, you're not going to faff around with touch screen at the same time. Um, but the updates, there's, there's been a, an update recently that's, I think the updates always come to PC first, like that multiplayer was. Oh no, was, was there like a weird thing where it came out on Switch? Was it like PC first, then Switch, or was it PC and Switch, the multiplayer? I'm pretty sure like Switch had some kind of advance no, on the other console versions, but yeah, it's, if you stick on PC, I'm pretty sure you get the updates there first. Yeah, there's a chance to mod it to make some quality of life changes and, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, and it also so looks better, even though it is kind of pixel art type style. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm going to start it. So I started it for like three or four hours. I'm, I'm probably going to restart it because I'll have forgotten by the time I do it. But on the twentieth of March, twenty twenty one, there is going to be the beginning of a hundred days of stream where I stream for a hundred days in a row, and I finish on my birthday. That is, so that I'm going to do, I think on a Mon- on Wednesdays and Saturdays, they're going to be Stardew days. And I'll just, uh, yeah, progress through it then. I'm so you're forward. going to be splitting the stream? I am. I'm also, I've started splitting the stream from this week. Because the, the game that I have put so much time into... It's not Nier Automata, which I said on the last podcast. I was like, I'm going to start Nier this week. No, I didn't start Nier this week because I've had my life completely consumed by... It's a brand new uh, game. It just came out. Minecraft. I see. I love Minecraft now. I mean, I used to have a server in the past, but now uh, but it kind of died. And I'm quite, quite glad we started a new, started afresh. There's a brand new server... I'm a community server I'm starting. I mean, everyone here, I'm sure you know what Minecraft is. It's like Lego. Um, but you have to kind of farm and craft the uh, the bricks yourself. And um, there are monsters in there. But it's just a huge multiplayer server that we've got. Right now, I'm making finishing touches to the... Well, Andinis and I are putting finishing touches to a giant wall going around the, the city. Uh, there's a bunch of like some mods and some close friends have made for well five towers as well and then on saturday we're going to launch it and people can come on in they get a 40 by 40 square space build on it whatever you want have your own little house and it's just gonna be nice to kind of chill it's it's one of those games i've like before i played it last year i'd always kind of just been like minecraft is how I currently think what Roblox I mean, that's is. that's generally what I've been thinking. Yeah. But I'm intrigued to watch the stream and understand it more because, I mean, virtual Lego sounds fun, but I don't know, I'm, I'm definitely more of a story-driven kind of gamer. So I like something with an end game with a story I can focus on rather than just building. 
yeah, there's no story. I mean, you can make your own story. It's more of like a community. You know, the, the community comes together. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Go on Google. Find some. Uh, that's where I get my creativity from, from the internet. Um, no, I just love it. The fact that so many people are really interested. Like, a load of people have actually bought the game uh, to join in. The, I mean, the, re the thing that convinced me to play it was seeing these shaders and resource packs. So you install them. It's super easy to just install. You just drop two things, well, drop things into a certain folder and then activate them in the game. And the game changes so much. It doesn't look like that ugly kind of blocky, pixely thing that was released. 2000, wait, was it 2013 or 11 or something? It's like 10 years a old. A long time ago. Yeah, from when it first came out. Um, yeah, there is actually a dragon in there. The, that's the end game thing, if you really want to go we for it. We do love dragons. Yeah. Now I'm tempted. <laughs> go and hunt that uh, ender dragon. Can but we just yeah, recreate can... Skyrim in Minecraft? And then and I might People have it. done. <laughs> but like, honestly, though, like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I want to build Buckingham Palace eventually, or something, uh, or some kind of giant palace area. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but like, you can do anything, but you go and craft it. So you go and mine... Hence Minecraft. Uh, create you mine a, and then, and then you, you craft. And then you craft things. I see what did there. That's pretty much what you do. Nice. Um, but hopefully, like, yeah, it looks absolutely stunning with some shaders, like the light particles. They've even got a ray tracing um, one as well, but I don't have a ray tracing uh, graphics card, so I'm not going to be trying that out. Sometimes. Um, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe this weekend I'll be able to... Uh, to kind of tempt people, tempt some more people to come and join us. Because at the moment there are like 30 people that are going to have plots. And just being able to that log on like at night. Lot. Oh yeah, but it's a big city. But like just being able to log on, maybe in the middle of the night or something, I'm a bit bored. Don't fancy going to bed. Just log on for an hour. And if there's like three or four people on and you can like just hang out and uh, build on your house or whatever you want. Very and nice. there are monsters in there. Monsters? Mm. Zombies. Uh oh. Yep. Zombies. Monsters that look like penises that explode. I now don't know interested. if that's selling it to me or not. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Uh, but yeah. I will well, report I will... back to you next week on, uh, well, and also you'll have seen some and I probably will, bought I it. I will try and drop in and watch some, yes. Yeah. And it's a great way to bond as well. It's similar to, like, to Animal Crossing in the way that it's. Yeah, you have to be creative. You're creating your own little community, but instead, people who live there are not just these NPC characters that are rude to you, but actual people who are rude to you. Real people. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. Can't wait. Shall we split some headlines? Go on, then tell me some headlines that have Let's been splitting. Let's rush through people. these very quickly. Um, so today's big news is that we now have a launch date for the new Pokemon Snap game on the Switch. Okay. Um, now I'm guessing you didn't play the original because it was on the N64. Yeah, no. And to be fair, I didn't either. But effectively, it's like a little Pokemon Safari, and you have to take pictures of uh, of different Pokemon in different poses and whatever else. And it's a bit of a sort of cult hit, and it's now coming to the Switch in a new version because apparently they put new in front of everything nowadays. Um, <laughs> so that is coming out on April the 30th, and is available to pre-order now. So. If you're a big Pokemon fan, then you can go and snap some Pokemon. So, let me get this right. You walk around taking photos of Pokemon. Yep. I mean, that sounds boring as fuck. Uh, is, it, is there anything exciting about it? I know it's a cult hit. 
Um, I mean, I haven't played the original, so I don't know exactly. I think the original was a little bit shallow and didn't have too much to it. But I think <laughs> with like this, oh. they're adding a bit more story-type content, I think. And there's also... That first one only had, I'm guessing, Pokemon from like the first the first generation whereas Less now generation. we've got however many there are now so there's a lot more pokemon to uh to snap not split to snap yeah snap splits the same pokemon split that'd be a good game oh <laughs> <laughs> i just don't i don't i need to watch some gameplay you watch i'll do the same thing with animal crossing i bet you know i'll be like oh it sounds boring as hell and then i'll start watching it or playing it and go oh this is great oh i'm addicted to this I, look I just don't to understand how you make a video game from taking photos of Pokemon. Look, you can make a video game out of crafting and mining. So, you know, yeah. you can do a lot of things. Can you like, yeah, well. Hmm. <laughs> You'll find out soon on April 30th. I will. Um, in more Nintendo news, um, we also have a very small amount of information on Bowser's Fury which is the extra standalone adventure that is coming to Mario 3D World, uh, which is a re-release of the Wii U game coming to the Switch, and one of the few Wii U games that isn't already on Switch. Um, but now we get to play that all over again, if you haven't already. And this new Bowser's Fury mode that sees Mario and Bowser Jr. joining forces against an absolutely massive and terrifying-looking Bowser. Um, but Bowser Jr. can be controlled by a second player, so you can actually play multiplayer together, which sounds fun. Online? Of course not, it's Nintendo, I bet. I think it is actually online. Bloody hell. Yeah, I know. Online? Well, online that'll... co-op? There'll Shock. be something, uh, you'll probably have to be in like the same region or uh, you know, within oh, 20 miles of each other. Sure. <laughs> but that is coming out uh, next month on February the 12th. So I'm looking forward to that, actually. That is going to be good. Because I did buy it on, on Wii U, but... Like every game in the past, I never finished it. I think I played a bit when I was really drunk and I was Why it. am I not surprised? I, am, I swear. In fact, actually, I do remember I went out partying and then came home, bought it, downloaded it and played like two levels and then totally forgot that I bought it. <laughs> Great. We, <laughs> until we, like months all, we later. all have a drunk purchase. <laughs> yeah. And then playing, but yeah, I totally forgot that I bought it until like months later. <laughs> Excellent. Um, in Twitch news, there is now a new record for viewership, concurrent viewership, um, which is now held by David Martinez, who is a Spanish Fortnite streamer, who I don't know if you've ever watched. I've never watched him. I've seen like clips of him. Uh, I only know him from that. And also he was the PogChamp emote. I don't know if PogChamp has been uh, updated today. Yeah, he's the current uh, PogChamper. There you go. This is probably why. So he had a total viewership um, of 2.4 million. Which is yeah, I don't think anybody had ever broken 2 million before. And I'm also pretty sure that um, no, I don't think any stream ever has had more than 2 million views at one time. So the previous record was oh, set go. by Ninja, of course, mm -hmm. uh, a fellow Fortnite player. In 2018... Um, when he played with Drake, the rapper, and he got oh. 635,000 views. <laughs> and now we're jumping to 2.4 million. Okay, so yeah. not only is that showing you how much the platform has grown in the last couple of years, mm. also the fact that Martinez is a Spanish-speaking streamer shows yeah. you that you know Twitch is an American platform, but it's not just about English speakers. There is a huge, huge audience of non-English speakers on there as well. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, yeah no, Twitch I don't know. is more popular than ever. Does anybody here uh, follow streamer bands? Do you ever follow streamer bands? 
not me. On Twitter, because you find it whenever a partnered Twitch streamer gets banned, uh, they always uh, it, like automatically triggers a tweet from them. And I thought so it was quite interesting because then you look in the replies, see why they were banned, or yeah, usually, usually don't look at it if you're uh, if you don't want to be offended because there's so much, there's so many horrible trolls in there. Of course there are. Like the second a female streamer gets banned, it's all good. Oh, I'm glad. Oh, she probably did this and like no, no, maybe it was DMC and sometimes like just DMCA things. But yeah, no, following there and you see so many that when they do get banned or whatever or unbanned, the comments are all in Spanish because it's a Spanish streamer. And mm. so keep look, look at that. You'll see like how many people you know. And I mean, are we did. Is there anything in news here about PogChamp? Um, I didn't bring it up. But oh. you feel free to discuss. Sure. I mean, the, the PogChamp emote was, is very iconic. I used to use it all the time. However, with the insurrection in uh, the capital uh, the, of the capital last year, last week is actually just over a week ago. Um, they removed the PogChamp emote because the person who it was based on the photo who it was, who it was of, uh, Gotex or something like that. He is um, a massive twat. Yeah, he's a massive twat and was tweeting support of it. So what they decided to do was like, you know what, we'll stop it. And then they brought it back. So now every day it's going to be a different um, PogChamp. And they've Twitch has been, okay. So they, the good thing that they did was that they uh, decided to bring a very diverse group of people. They The first two, in fact, one was a Dutch streamer uh, who streams primarily in Dutch, I believe. Uh, they were like the second person or something. They also brought a fellow Rainbow Arcade member, Critical Bard. Um, excellent, really, really nice uh, person who is a black content creator, LGBT as well. And then the day after was Deer. The Deer Deer. One of uh, just, yeah, one of the stream queens, stream but an queens. absolutely wonderful human being. I love Deer. Yeah, and she's <sighs> stunning. Yes. Oh, really? And just, I've said so many times that like one of my favorite streamers are really chilled streams and Deer's streams are just, I literally will always have Deer on in the background if I'm up that late. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not up, even I'm not up that late nowadays, but you know, Deer is wonderful. However... Getting those Dead by Daylight tips, aren't you? Yeah. No, <laughs> I normally, I normally, no, I don't last, I don't ever watch that far into it, but I get the, um, usually the makeup when uh, she's putting on her makeup. Oh, makeup tips. That's what yeah, you exactly. need as well. Yeah, I do need that. Look at that shiny <laughs> forehead. But, yeah, no, when, um, but yeah, no, unfortunately, well, unfortunately, it's expected and it is very unfortunate, but Critical Bard and Dia both were, especially Critical Bard, were subject to just an online hate campaign. Because Critical Bard is a person of color who is confident and will speak his mind and stand up for himself and challenge people's privilege. And people hate that. Well, not people in general, but I won't generalize, but assholes. There are so many... It made me realize just how many racist people there are on Twitch. Because I've got like my little bubble... People here immediately know, hopefully, what's you know what it's like and what's accepted. But then, yeah, seeing that, seeing the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments um, of just pure racism, and then obviously the homophobia and the transphobia on when Deer uh, was given was made PogChamp, and like you look at the people liking it and the racist replies, the homophobic replies, the transphobic replies, 
they had like 10 times the amount of likes as people who were congratulating dear or being positive about it. And it just made, and then Twitch did fuck all. And, uh, except then they'd released some kind of like a really PR statement of saying like, we're bringing in our uh, new guidelines on the 20th, go and watch our creator camp and stuff. And, and then they hid like eight replies because they contained slurs. So do you want to like, why don't you block that? This is one thing that, um, Vanessa, AKA, oh my God. Um, oh, I'm getting, I'm drawing a blank of what her, uh, pleasantly twisted of what her, yeah. So she was like, yeah, why don't they block? I'm like, oh, that, yeah. Why, why are they, why are Twitch actually allowing people to reply to their comments with racism and not just blocking them? Why don't they do that? Because they're all talk and no action. Yeah, but if only they were owned by a multi-billion pound uh, organization that could maybe employ a couple of people to just go and, you know, go through the racist replies and block those people. Oh, they'll never do that. No. Oh, yeah, my report on block button was on fire as well, but because I said, why don't you hide the replies? But then obviously the only problem with hiding replies is that's what people will click on and then they will go. It's like pinning them. Exactly. Um, I feel like, yeah, when you hide replies... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there should be something where it's not just, hey, click here and see all the uh, replies that have been hidden. But yeah, no, go and block them. Because I think if you block them, they don't appear below. Because um, during my 24-hour stream, which was for mermaids, I had a lot of TERFs. If anybody doesn't know what TERF is, it's a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And I just had so much, <laughs> like, I actually did have loads of support, mainly from because of the abuse that I got from these people because I was raising money for a charity that helps trans youth and apparently you know transphobia is a personality for a certain group of people and that um and but then I was blocking those people and then because I was blocking them apparently other people weren't able to see the replies that I blocked like it said something like show more replies but nothing popped up so it's um I mean I saw them and I blocked and reported so yeah go by Hopefully, maybe they were just getting dele uh, getting banned by Twitter because they've started to actually ban people for uh, being we abusive. Can. We can but hope. Anyway, sorry, what was the news again? <laughs> that <laughs> that was a tangent segment, then, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but a very good out. one. Thank you for that, Ben. Um, well, the last two bits of news. Firstly, there is a new Ubisoft Star Wars game coming. Um, now, I can't quite remember all of the news, but essentially there is a new LucasArts games umbrella and EA own the rights to Star Wars, um, but I think that's maybe coming to an end soon or it's being branched out to other areas. So basically we're probably going to get some sort of Ubisoft open world Star Wars game that's Assassin's Creed with lightsabers. Um, I'm down for that. Yeah, could be Just fun. Could be terrible. I think it's their open worlds are huge and that's what I want. That's what I loved about Star Wars The Old Republic was just how big it was. There were so many planets and those planets were wild. It was my first MMO. But I am, I am totally down for. Yeah, yeah, I'll even do like the stupid, you know, the little kind of pathetic side missions because it's Star Wars. Well, exactly. And that's right. The EA rights apparently EA rights end in twenty twenty three. So I assumed initially that then this would not come out until twenty twenty three. It still probably won't. But also, someone said that EA were buying it out. But then EA is still publishing games, and they EA put out a tweet saying that we're still publishing Star Wars games. But that's great that they're opening up. Oh, I'm so yeah, glad that exactly. other companies are getting the chance to do Star Wars stuff because EA made a right dog's dinner of it. Exactly. 
And um, also under LucasArts, we're going to get an Indiana Jones game from Bethesda. Exclusive to Xbox. I presume so, yeah. So maybe maybe it's going to be Uncharted-like and it's going to be like full circle, everything mm. comes around. <laughs> That's a bit like, it's the Uncharted of the Xbox. Oh, I prefer my real Uncharted. Yeah, exactly. And one other quick bit, which is but especially wait, for you, Ben. Just before people kick off, Uncharted was an Indiana Jones copy. Well, also a bit of a Tomb Raider copy. It was a bit of both. Yeah. But Indiana fine. Jones was first. We love it anyway. Yeah. A quick one for oh, yeah. you, Ben. Um, there is a new job listing. Um, I don't know if you want to apply. Um, from Sucker Punch saying oh, that they good. are looking for a combat designer and they have specified that they're looking for someone who's played Ghost of Tsushima. And previously, they also had uh, a job description for a narrative writer saying a desire to write stories set in feudal Japan. So it looks like we're going to get a sequel to Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah. That's my reply. I'm totally down for that. I loved this. I just, um, uh, I think I liked it. I just, I hope they keep the same kind of pace because it was very chilled. And that's what I loved about it so much. We shall see. We shall see. And that was split the headlines. Okay, Ed. What has been splitting opinions this week? There you go. Well, I realise we haven't really had a lot of debates, even though we kind of said we would. And this week isn't going to change. However, (laughs) we are going to be looking at some of the gaming anniversaries coming up this year. Um, Because this is a big year for a lot of games, Nintendo especially. There are almost every Nintendo console has an anniversary this year because they are very consistent in releasing consoles every five years. Um, So you've got the SNES is 30, the N64 is 25, the GameCube is 20. Like it's pretty much all of those. Um, But rather than just talking about them, I thought we'd do something else. In which case, I would like to invite you all to the Split the Screen Gaming Anniversaries Quiz 2021. Oh God, quiz. I (laughs) I don't know anything about years. But let's try it. Well, we're going to test your knowledge, Ben. So let's see if you can answer. Chat, please jump in. Um, But Ben, try not to look. See if you can do it without, unless you're really stuck. No, I'm looking into the camera. You can see because you've got. You've actually got a camera to see me this time. I know. I can see you this week. (laughs) Fine. Um, But yeah, chat. Feel free to jump in. So, question one. This is nice and easy. Which two Nintendo franchises celebrate their 35th anniversary this year? Zelda. Correct. Mario. No. No. That was last year, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Zelda and... uh, I know this because I remember reading it. It's Zelda and... uh, Fire Emblem. Nope. Metroid. Of course. Never played Metroid. Which means we're probably going to get some good Zelda stuff here and probably nothing from metroid because nintendo doesn't care about it um, well didn't they cancel it and then boot and then restart it again didn't they like it didn't get quite far and then they were like oh no yeah. i don't know how far well we, we might get we might get a uh, a little trailer of metroid prime 4 if we're lucky but yeah who knows what will happen uh question two which mm. developer known for their first person rpgs is 35 this year first person rpgs uh, I don't Bethesda? think you like them very much. Bethesda. Correct, Bethesda. Oh. Bethesda is 35 this year. 
Um, um, Skyrim was the first one that they uh, released as well. <laughs> on every single console. Yeah. Um, some other developers, id Software, who made Quake and Doom, are 30 this year. Have you ever played Quake Champions, by the way? No. It's good. Should I? Good gameplay. It's free to play as well. Interesting. Very fast. Um, Bungie are 30 this year, and I didn't know they even existed before Halo, but apparently they did. What did they make? Who knows? Something oh. really worthwhile, I'm sure. Um, and Ubisoft are 35 this year. Ubisoft. I know. Do you know Came it's a knob joke? Time. Do you know it's a dick joke? It was what? Ubisoft is a dick joke. Is it though? I was or listening to Giant Bomb. No, I was listening to Giant Bomb and they were like, it took, someone was, it was Dan Rykert, if you know him, and he was like, it took me so many years to realize that Ubisoft is a dick joke. So I'm like, well, it actually... Oh, I've just worked it out. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clearly you've got some great knowledge there, Ben. So let's continue. Go. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> Question three. Which puzzle series based on mindless creatures was first released 30 years ago? Uh, Final Fantasy. <laughs> no, um, mindless creatures. Uh, 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 Pokemon? Nope. Uh, mindless creatures. Do you collect them? No, you direct them. Because they're mindless. Lemmings. Lemmings, there you go. Yeah, look at that. Lemmings is 30 years old. God. I remember I wanted to play that game, but I played Worms instead. Much better. Yeah, yeah. Um, 25 years ago, saw the release in Japan of which Nintendo critters on the Game Boy? Pokemon? Yes. Yeah. Pokemon is 25 years old. Although that is only in Japan because it was red and green. I think it was red oh. and blue. It came out over here a year later, I think. Yeah. Um, question five. Which drunken character's game featuring an operatic poo celebrates its 20th birthday this year? Operatic game with a poo. I feel like this is a Tim Schafer game. <laughs> it's uh, an N64 game, so you probably didn't play it. But it no. is a classic. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie? Very close. Same developer. Oh. Um, no idea. Uh, no, what's that one? Wait. Uh, Bubsy? No. Conker's oh. Bad Fur Day. That's the one. Con which has, which yeah. has the great Mighty Poo oh. um, as, a, as a boss. There's a whole level that is based around Poo. And you have to roll a turd all the way to the top of the mountain and drop it down. And then you get to go inside his lair. And it is an operatic poo that sings at you. And I'm pretty sure I know all the words because I played it so many times as a kid. And as he sings, you have to throw toilet roll in his mouth and then flush him. What's it, what's, what does he sing, Ed? I am the great mighty poo and I'm going to throw my shit at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. How about some scat, you little twat? There you go. There, we've got Ed's intro sound now. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't played it, go and play it. It's a great game. Yeah, it's Ed knows great... his shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do. All right, let's move on. Question six. We first got terrified by this series on PS1 25 years ago, but what is it? Silent Hill? No, but Or close. Resident Evil? Resident Evil. Yeah, that is one of the two. 25 years. And it took me 22 years to actually get into them. 
great. I loved RE7. Resident Evil 7 was great. Resident Evil 2 was great. I enjoyed what I played of Resident Evil 3, 4. I enjoyed. I played a fair bit of that. Um, I've heard, well, 5 and 6. So during one of, speaking of 24-hour streams, during one of them a while ago, Melum, Melum Manon and I, we did it entirely together. In fact, that was that was actually the first year that I ever did it. So it was three years ago. We did Resident Evil 5. That's the one with co-op, yeah? Yes. Oh, you can to co-op. Um, we played about 10 minutes of it and we were in a house and we had no idea how to get out. And it took us like, well, after about 25 minutes, we just gave up and changed game. It's like, I have no idea how to get out of this. It wasn't even a house. It was a room. I couldn't even get out of the room. I mean, it, it wasn't a good Resident Evil game. Oh, it was a, a mess. That's fine. Um, question seven, Ben, mm. your favorite streaming pastime began 20 years ago, but what is it? Animal Crossing. Correct. Or Minecraft. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Bonus question. Uh oh. It came out first in Japan on the N64, but with a different name. Oh, wait, I think I know this. Because it's the name of the movie, isn't it? Um, there's a movie? Yeah, there is an Animal Crossing movie, apparently, and it's a bit of a cult classic. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to look at the chat for this. No one's helping in chat. No. I'm pretty sure it's the name of the movie. Uh, no, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Go on then. Animal Forest. Oh, okay. No, maybe that's not right. I was thinking of something different. Fine. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, there is a movie. Yeah. It was known as Animal Forest in Japan when it first came out. There's also some like uh, certain cartoon movies, but watch those after dark. Fine. Which speedy blue character turns 30 this year? Oh, I wonder what that could be. Is it Sonic the Hedgehog? It is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> 30 years old. I know. That's my childhood in a, in a game, in a character. Really? I just love Sonic. That was Crash. Oh, for you it was Crash? Yeah, my friend Andy, he had a, a Mega Drive and we used to play some like Sonic. But I always like associated Sonic with him. So I was like, okay, you Sonic, I'm. Is crushed. that a good association? No. <laughs> yeah, he had all like the Mega Drive and N64. He had. I was the PlayStation person, our PlayStation kid, and a Game Boy. You were the cool kid. Nah. <laughs> no, I was like, no. Not. <laughs> Playstations were kind of geeky things. It was Sony back then. But yeah, now Sony you associate with PlayStation stuff. But back then, Sony was just like TVs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no PlayStation. I play. I think it's the reason why my dad got one was because it was Sony. And he's like, oh, I know Sony. Sony TVs, they're very good. We'll get him a, a PlayStation. We don't want these Nintendo things. And um, except for I had, a, I had a Game Boy. I just had literally a Game Boy only. Game Boy and PlayStation. They were the only things I had. You missed out. You missed I did miss out on the N64, I think. Although there were only like seven games for the N64, weren't there? Moving on. Question <laughs> nine. First conceived as part of the Resident Evil series, what game series debuted 20 years ago? Oh, can you repeat that again? Because I was... Uh... You were pouring. Great. Yeah. First conceived as part of the Resident Evil series, what game series debuted 20 years ago? Ooh. I don't know. But don't I'm look at chat. The chat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that. But yeah, if I did realize, uh, I did know that from when I was reading reviews of Devil May Cry 5, but I'm guessing it's Devil May Cry. It is Devil May Cry. 20 years ago. I remember having that on PS2 around a similar time. So this is making me feel really old. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, but yeah, it started off as a spin-off of Res well, it actually started as Resident Evil 4. And then they took it in a different direction and changed games entirely. And Devil oh. May Cry was born. And then they released yeah. two great games because Resident Evil 4 is like 
lauded by critics. Exactly. It was fans. a good time. I mean, the reason there's so many good anniversaries this year is because 2001, 20 years ago, was an incredible year for gaming. So, uh, yeah, go look mm. up that year. Christ. Okay, question 10. Which two PlayStation icons turned 25 this year? I'm going to guess Lara Croft. Correct. And Crash. Yes. Oh. So you're doing better than you thought you were, aren't you? I am, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know there was going to be a, yeah, there wasn't even going to be a a quiz, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I sprung this upon you. Okay. Flinks in the chat, by the way, says, I was working full time when the original NES came out. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Flinksy. Oh, well, you should know all these answers then. Yeah. All right. Two more. Question 11. Which popular PS2 exclusive competed with the release of the original Xbox and the GameCube 20 years ago? Wait, what? We'd like it's a game that only was on the PlayStation Two. Or it was, was a on PS Two exclusive well? at the mm-hmm. time, anyway. That came out at the same time as the release of the Xbox and the GameCube, and it was twenty years ago. But what is it? Ooh. So it's a big Sony game that they were relying on to take customers. Metal Gear Solid? No, it was PS One, of course, wasn't it? Um, it's not a Metal Gear game, is it? Or is Metal it? Metal Gear Solid. Uh, oh God, which one was two? Or was it? Two? It was two. Two, there we go. Because that was very, very much looked forward to at the time. And uh, that was their big game to try and compete with the release of the Xbox. And they pissed everybody off. Yeah, exactly. I I played about half of that. In fact, a while ago with a a previous podcast host, we did some, uh, like, I played through a game, played through Metal Gear Solid. In fact, it's on my YouTube, youtube.com slash biggestbenner. So you can see my entire playthrough of Metal Gear Solid 1. Plug. And we did about seven hours of uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, which I enjoyed. And I didn't I really care whatsoever about the fact that you didn't play as, uh, you know, is it, does it count as a spoiler now? <laughs> 20 just, years later? Just in case, maybe we shouldn't say. Yeah. Anyway. You don't play a Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question, question 12. Four mainline Final Fantasy games, so in the main series have anniversaries this year, but can you name which ones? No. Now I can give you the numbers <laughs> if that's helpful to you. Well, that would be right, yeah. If you give you the numbers, that will be it, won't it? <laughs> Do you mean the so, years? Are there? Yeah. Well, okay. think 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So are there any that you think? So five years ago would be... Uh, it won't be 15s. Is it really? Yeah, already. 15 came out five years ago. Well, now I do feel like that has gone quite quickly. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that 10 years ago was... Was not one, so let's get it. Okay, <laughs> 15 years, that will have been 11? 12. 12, okay. Yeah. Uh, 20 years, 2001, I th- think that will be 10. It will be. Yes. My like I said, 2001 is a great year. 2001 also had GTA 3 mm-hmm. and oh. Eco and some other brilliant, brilliant PS2 games. GTA, yeah, GTA 3, I spent hours. I never did any story mission. All I did was just spend hours and hours and hours and hours just being like, oh my God, there's a city. You can walk around and just do what you want. Hijack, you know, take whichever um, like transport or vehicle you want and you can just go around the entire... I, I was just blown away by that. 
See, I was less keen on three, but I played a lot of Vice City, and I basically would steal a taxi, do all the taxi missions listening to 80s mm. tunes. Like, that's all I needed in a game. I mean, I don't know if I told it on a podcast or if it was on my stream before, but I went to the coach park in the south, got a coach, and gave a little uh, tour to my imaginary passengers of the island, <laughs> stopping at all the traffic lights, and uh, yeah, a little wild uh, Such a Such a wasted youth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't do any of the actual missions in the game, but just had my own little imaginary one. Okay, so the last one of Fantasy with an Anniversary was 30 years ago. 30 years ago, so that'll be uh, 1991. Oh, that must be like four or three. Four? Four, there we go. That's quite a good go. one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a you good one. You can get on your phone. So four, 10, 12, and 15 all have anniversaries this year. I think so four's the one with the updated sprites. I mean, there are so, there's literally, I was watching a YouTube video on this, there's literally about 20 different versions of Final Fantasy IV. Oh, okay. Because even at the time, they released it in Japan, and then they released it in the US, but they called it Final Fantasy II or three instead, I think, one of them. Oh, um, yeah. And they, they made it, like, way easier, because they felt that Americans weren't as good as, at games. Um, and they made it easier, and then they then released it again back in Japan, but with the easier version. And then there's all these different, like... PS1 versions, PC versions, there's the DS remake. Um, yeah, there's a lot of versions of that game. Maybe we need to, that can be a future topic. Which nationality of people are the best at playing video games? I don't think we should broach that topic. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we need to, um, Ed, Malk in the chat says, Ed is a knowledge powerhouse on this subject. Ed is a, oh, no, Ed is I, a games journalist as well. I just That's watched a video like, two days ago so it's just fresh in my mind that's all <laughs> yeah because i remember playing four for a little bit on uh, on my phone like an old phone and uh being like and then i got to a bit where i was like oh I re it requires grinding yeah i'm uh i remember these games when you have to grind for stuff and uh, i stopped playing i thought you loved grinding man well no i'm not on the phone well <laughs> no, <laughs> i don't have that anyway that is the end anyway, of the quiz you actually did yay. quite well Oh, okay. thank you. You impressed? It's got some old Ed. I know. Oh, I, feel, I remember these. Also, things. feel sufficiently old now. I was about to say, two, twenty years ago, that's when Final Fantasy X came out. I loved that game so much. I still do. Yeah. But all right. Um. Well, thank you very much to everybody for watching. Uh, this thank has you. been Split the Screen episode. Who knows what? Fourteenth of January, though. Um. I think we'll just date them. I mean, that's the number Fine. if you're listening to it on there. But uh, yeah, we need to think of a name for this because I, I like to put little split the, what should we call it? Split Pokemon Split. Pokemon Split can be the name of this. <laughs> That'll get people uh, clicking. All right, Ed, where do we find sure. you? Uh, you can find me on the social medias at at Ed underscore Knights with an N. Ooh, and I am Biggest Benners. You can find me everywhere with Biggest Benners. Or just go to biggestbenners.com and uh, click on any of the links up there. Brand spanking new website. Come on. Do we have an ednightingale.com yet? You do not. I think it might exist, actually, but it's not me. Oh, well, that's disappointing. I know. <laughs> Sad times. Oh. But anyway, thank you very much. Uh, go to uh, splitthescreen.com if you want to go and listen to any of the old podcasts, including the Game of the Year ones, where we talked about uh what our top 10 games were and we made a nice list and then there's also the award show plus a bunch of other ones in the past so uh, leave us yeah. a nice review if you feel like it yeah if you leave us a nice review um i'll get 
I'll send Ed over and he'll give you a back rub. There you I go. can't promise that. Social distancing. Yeah, he's got really long arms. He'll be fine. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. And um, yeah, what, what's the phrase again, Ed? See you next week. Be there, be there. or oh. be split. split. <laughs> <laughs>